everybody. Welcome to Movie Guys Podcast. Tonight we're talking about The Revenant, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy. Can't name the director because it's hard to say. But anyway, this is Jordan, <laughs> Eric, and Ed. How's everybody doing tonight? You guys doing good? Very well, very well. What's everybody? Uh, what's everybody's vice tonight? Mine is uh, rum and ginger ale. I ran out of Coke. Mine is, <laughs> mine is Coors Light and Camel cigarettes. <laughs> I uh, stick with my medicinal, sir. Thank you very much. Doctor's orders. Just trying to, <laughs> you know, just uh, observe and be quiet and stay medicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some well, of those works, but. Well, Eric, I have an announcement. Uh, Ed knows this because Sim and I are good buddies. You don't know this yet, and um, I'm going to do it for all of Because apparently you're fans. an outsider. Yeah. yeah. This is <laughs> Sorry. nice to know now. Yeah, that, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'm going to be a father. Oh, congratulations. Hey. So excited about Jordan. that. It's big news, man. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Now the shit starts. All right, now let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's already starting. It's. I got stories that will turn you white. It's ridiculous anymore. All right. The conversation. Speaking of your wife, can we talk about this movie? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. It's just, it's just, may I say, before we talk about The Revenant, you know you're married when you start talking about things with your wife, which you normally don't talk about with your girlfriend. Just her (laughs) periods. Oh, oh, that's okay. it. That's no. it. Stop. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, gross. It's, just, it's like, oh, God, I'm so married. <laughs> but uh, but also before that, enough about me. How was how was your guys' holiday? You guys have a good New Year? It was good. I, I was in Chicago and celebrated it, and then uh, it was great. I got to watch uh, a little bit of the Twilight Zone Marathon, which I enjoy doing every year. It's a tradition of mine. I enjoy doing it, and everyone else seems to think I'm a, I'm a goddamn bummer because I because I like to send the Twilight Zone. Like, it's classic, and then I, then I yell at them because they don't know because they don't know what Twilight Zone is or they've never seen it before. And so you, you sit down, watch it. You I know the acting is horrible, but you might actually learn a lesson here. Watch this was the original Crypt Keeper. Sit down, watch this, and then you know then they tell me to shut up and they go away. <laughs> uh, what'd you mine, do Ed? My, mine was pretty good as well um i worked which you know obviously means i fell asleep at 11 30 on new year's eve which makes me feel so old happy new year uh yeah, yeah. uh you know christmas uh the holiday was, was well for me um my my nephew uh, i don't have any kids thank god that i know of um so i uh, jordan uh, so, uh, you know, my, my nephew is three and a half, and he can actually start to have conversations with you. So yeah. I, I bought him uh, a Millennium Falcon drone. And where I live in western Pennsylvania over the Christmas break, it was actually uh, in the 50s and 60s. So he and I went outside and played with this Millennium Falcon drone for a good 45 minutes. And it was, it was, it was the highlight of my year. I have, to, I have to admit, it was the highlight of my year. Nice. Nice, Eric. Eric, did you get like, uh, did you get like one big gift that you liked? You know, I, I got a, I got a few gifts that I really liked, and uh, off the top of my head, you know, I got this really nice winter jacket that I like. But no, I got this, this big, this big unseasoned iron skillet, cast iron skillet. It was great. Oh, this, perfect, perfect. This big old, just a big old thing. Like, 
Like it, it could definitely hurt somebody. You know what I mean? Wow. And I've been, I've been using it almost every day. I, I'm in absolute love with this thing, man. I, it's fantastic. And man, I, just, I'm cooking up just some mean stuff. Uh, and I got a rice cooker. <laughs> and I got a rice cooker slash steamer. So I've been, I've been having fun in the kitchen. Nice. That would be a. Uh, that's, that's it now. Bro. That's it. No soap whatsoever. You you wash it a little bit. You clean it a little bit. <laughs> no soap. Just you throw some olive oil in that thing. Put it in the oven. Let it bake after you clean it. Yeah. And that's it. That's it, man. I've been cleaning it actually with sea salt. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. I got, I got a big old brush for it. I actually I, I didn't get one at first, and I was like, what am I missing from this? I know a big a big fat brush. I just need like a, uh, you know, just like. <laughs> When it's not, my not par- getting that thing, it's taking skin and paint off your car, you know, just like, I don't know. Bro, my, my, my parents got divorced because my mom cleaned the skillet with soap, the iron skillet with soap, so don't do that. No, Eric, you're, Eric, you're talking to an Italian here, there you so, go. Yeah. I mean, full-blown Italian. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, forget about it. Guys, like, I, I know, no, no, no I, I can only get it because I'm, I talk to it. I just I look at it and I pet it and I go, oh, you're gonna you're just gonna be so old when you get when you get older. Oh, <laughs> me and you, we're gonna have some fun. Nice. Me and you, skillet. It's good. It, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, I got a. Ir- I got an ironically, Jordan Jordan who lives uh, Jordan who lives in uh, Southwest Toledo said that to his cousin every week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Thank you. It, I live in Swanton. It, Thank you. It's a suburb. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, but I got an Xbox One for Christmas. I enjoy the fuck out of it. Awesome. Hell yeah, bro. We, I forgot we were we were friends now on on uh, Xbox uh, Live. Yeah. Yeah, we are. All right. Well, sorry, fans. We got to talk about the flick here. We're talking about the Revenant tonight, by the way. Yay. And. Uh, I have a lot of problems. Um, I, I'm not a fan. I'm going to say that really? right now. Okay. I'm not a fan. Wow. wow. Okay, I'm no, that's, that's good. It, it's nice to have different opinions on the show so we can just hear it all. And that's that's why I'm doing this because I want to hear it all. I don't want to hear one side of the movie even though yeah. we did kind of uh, – you know, well, I think we're doing our part for the most part with what we've reviewed so far. Take one movie. Yeah. You know, don't don't jerk it off. But then again, don't beat it down either. You know, I mean, just like, no, yeah. let's get all around it. Let's let's reach around it. Yeah. Which. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know what? Uh, this this movie, um, it uh, it was it just was good. Barf. Um, no, you totally no, just barfed. He just barfed. I'm sorry. Is that I'm bad? sorry. You did not like I'm that sorry. movie that much. <laughs> sorry. Your, your body's actually disagreeing. Like, <laughs> It didn't says... mean that for the audio. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Um, anywho. <laughs> um, okay. Revenant. Revenant. Revenant is 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 good in the first hour, but as soon as he comes out of his uh, out of his burial, I got bored. I got bored quick. Okay. And um, I was lost. And I could just tell that Leonardo DiCaprio was just phoning in the Oscars. Please let me win. Please let me win. <laughs> and uh, and I I am not a Tom Hardy fan, meaning that everything he oh. touches, I don't. No, hold on now. Everything he touches, I don't. I'm like, I'm like creaming over. I'm like, oh my god, Tom Hardy. But you know, Tom Hardy was great in it. I think DiCaprio's best role to date is uh, Candy from Django, personally. 
That was and a I'm not, very fun character, yes. Yeah. It, yeah. Is this because he's just so batshit crazy? No, but okay, look. Good things about it so we can talk about it. I like the opening. That Native American attack was brutal. That's the most brutal Native American attack I've ever seen in any film. By Beautiful, that's nuts. Right? Captured you, all all parts of it. I think just, the, the the wandering uh, a slain uh, stripped man who just came in screaming help me. You already knew it from there. It's like wait a second. Then you just kind of you almost felt the jolt along with all everyone at the camp. No, yeah, it was it was the way which I'm sorry, I cannot name this director. The guy did Birdman. What is his name? I have Oh uh, my god. god. He, the guy Gonzalez in in Naruto? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that sounds close enough. In Naruto? Yeah. Birdman director. <laughs> um <laughs> he, he he what he did that was great was he put you in the middle of those woods with the plains surrounding. And it made you feel enclosed. It made you feel claustrophobic. That was great. I loved the editing. I loved the camera work. I will say this is one of the most beautiful films I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. This is great. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This whole opening is just scary as shit because it's brutal. It's a great opening. Oh, it is too. Memorable. Very, uh, very memorable. My my thoughts on like what you were talking about, Jordan, like the opening, I mean – you don't see it coming. It's it's real quick, and boom, those Native Americans just attack. And the, to go on what you said, the, the film overall, the cinematography is just beautiful. The only thing that I agree with you on about having an issue with the way the filmmaking process was done in this film was they break the fourth wall at least five or six times. When? Like, for example, when... And we'll, and we'll get to this, like when the bear attacks. The Spo- spoilers the... to everybody, by the way, too. We, yeah, yeah, we spoil oh, the yeah. shit out of movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, right yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. But but yeah. just just to to I guess go into that, and I'll let you finish, obviously. But this movie can be spoiled because it's already a true story. You can just it's a it's a tale that everyone already knows. And you're not going for the story. You're going for the for the adventure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it, just like the, the the number one problem I have with the cinematography. Other than it, I mean, it's obviously beautiful. Like you, you get to look at, like the 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 blue of the sky is bluer. The the water is like you, you just feel like you're there. Yeah. That being said, you know, like when they break the fourth wall a couple times, like there's there's one time in the attack where the blood splatters on the screen, which I, I I'm I'm fine with. I I'm perfectly fine with that. Once or twice, but then the, there's a bear attack, and the bear, which we'll get into that. But the bear huffs on the camera. And then there's a scene with, uh, for lack of a better term, this film's Wilson, that Native American that takes him in. Uh, you know, and, then, and then the rain is on the camera. And then there's just more blood and more snow. And just, like, I, that's the one thing I have a problem with when they do it multiple times. I, I got lost okay. in the beginning. I got lost in the film in the beginning. I forgot it was a film. Okay. And then, you know, so that's why the, the opening sequence was beautiful for me. And you get, you know, the beginning is, in my opinion, Leonardo DiCaprio at his best since, and you're going to hate me for this, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Wow. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah. Oh, God. I, 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 I loved him in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I thought that was his, his best role up to this point, I, I was not a fan of him in a lot of other films that we, a lot of other <laughs> really? films. But his, his this, entire this particular, what? 
his entire catalog. Sorry to interrupt you again, but his entire catalog, it, it, it went from Gilbert Grape to Revenant. Like that's 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 a well, huge he, like, gap. That's well, like here, here's the here's the thing. He's best when he's out of his element. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. In 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 Titanic, he was in his element. I, I see him as you know. I I see him as uh, when he was poor in Titanic. That was when he was good. But then he starts to become like this. He starts to fake himself as being rich for a little while. And then in like The Wolf of Wall Street, and he's he is rich. I see him as that. I we look at the tabloids. I see him as that person. Okay. When he's at, when he's out of his element, when he's in this film, when he's crawling on his arms, like I, I I believe that when he's playing mentally handicapped and what's eating Gilbert Grape, I believe that, you know, when he's playing poor in Titanic, I believe that. I, I'll do the, the listeners of, the justice when I say The Departed. I think a lot of them are probably. Yelling at the speaker the, right now and saying, "Well, what about the Departed?" Because he played. I that hated movie. the Departed. I Backwards. hated that oh, movie. God, Ed. Oh, I hated God. that movie. Hated right. that God. movie. Everyone, the opinions are left to each and each and everyone else on their own. Yeah, no one will be judged here for their opinions because everyone is allowed to have one. <laughs> okay. Sure. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Ra- I'm done railing about this opening. Eric, your turn. No, no, no. No, that's fine. Will got into a little bit more of Leonardo DiCaprio. I guess Spiel. <laughs> But as you should, he yeah. nominated, and he's going to get the nomination for this too. It sucks because he has a lot of competition this year, and once again, this year people will expect or be hope hopeful that he will win. But you have Tom Hardy going in in two very good movies that he dominated and played three roles in two movies, so uh, that's that's hard right there. And then you have a lot of veterans that are coming up on it too for Spotlight and for people, uh, you know, more deserving people. This is going to be a pretty good year for Oscars. This, that being yeah. said, this movie will probably uh, win two or, or three of the of the nominations that it's won or that it's nominated for or that it will be nominated for. Excuse me. It, it, it's yeah. too good not to. I mean, the way that the camera moves is literally the the edit effect and why this movie is so damn good. The story is you could have done it with any with a lot of any other stories. You know, you could, you could have made up your own story of it going down the river, and they kind of did because. From what I have Googled and Google cheated about this character, uh, the ending of his story uh, seems to be different from that of the movies. So, well, uh, yeah, and, well, we'll spoil that a little bit later, but uh, I guess it was different. And everything uh, about this movie, I, I'm with you, though. There are a lot of bad parts. The fourth wall, I, I did not like. That was my one big thing at the end of the movie when that's just how it ends. He just stares at the camera. He just looks up. And just stares at the camera, and mm-hmm. you just are, are just kind of like that was it, huh? That was yeah. Like I that that's we're just gonna end it right there, and then end it with the breathing at the end. So it was very well, very open ending. Like you could just well, think about it. Well, yeah, because I agree with you because I didn't bring up the fourth wall part because you guys are right though, not to hammer on about it, but it's true because I think a lot of movies are doing what I call the Saving Private Ryan effect. And and hear me out on that. I don't really remember much movies with a lot of shaky cam until the beaches of Normandy was stormed in Steven Spielberg's amazing World War II film. Yeah. And then everybody does it. I mean, look mm-hmm. at Gladiator, for an example, that came out just a few years later. I mean, just, just do it. 
And then uh, some other films that were nominated for Oscars over the years are doing the fourth wall. Blood on the screen, rain on the screen, this on the screen, to make you feel like you're there. And it's it's just it's it's great for your video game. It's not great for a film. You know, I've, it, it, I've never really no thought of it. I actually the way that you guys are talking about it now, it's it's never. And I'm glad that we are because up to this point right now, I've never even thought of it being any sort of in, interference at all or breaking any sort of fourth wall. I've never even just thought of it that way. I just thought it was just yeah, almost like the video game graphic where it's just like. Hey, blow out your face. You know, uh, yeah. no different than uh, when an, a ghost goes bump or uh, says boo in, in a scary movie. Like when you know it's coming, it's just yeah. like, oh, they're gotcha. You know? Yeah, you're it, yeah, and it's good to some extent. It's good when it happens once or twice. But like in this particular film, I think they overdo it. You know, the video game effect, you know, like all of a sudden somebody's got shot, and, uh, you know, it's on, the, it's on your TV. And, and it happens a couple times in other movies, like once or twice when you get it. This movie, I think, I think they overdid it. I just think they overdid it. They okay. did. I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Okay. It's, it's just, do you think that the overuse of it just kind of spoiled whatever taste you had for the movie? In a way. In a way, yeah. yeah. Because it's just, okay, that's cool, but I'm here to watch this movie that's clearly Oscar bait. I want to see what the big deal is about it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I... And I agree. I mean, I, I got lost in I got lost in this film in its entirety. You know, like for for our fans that don't quite know this yet, what we do is we we drink, we smoke, and we watch this, and we watch a movie, and then we can take a couple days, we think about it, we take a couple notes, and then we do the same thing and talk about it. So when I was watching this movie, I found myself not wanting to get up to go make myself another drink, <laughs> and it, <coughs> excuse me, and but at the same time, I, you know, I get, I get so enthralled in that, and then all of a sudden, I, I get taken out of it. And I, it was like, okay, now it's time to make a drink. I realized it was a movie again. And that's what took yeah. me out of it, and that's what lost it for me. You know I'm what being I, nit- oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I, being, I I'm nitpicking, you. but yeah. No, 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 you're, you're not. You're, you're fine, because mine was when he was able to get up and walk again. You know? Yeah. Yes, yes, I, like, yes. Because there's that part where he's dragging himself away, and... I, you know, I'm not a doctor here, but I saw the way that his, his leg was and his foot was. It looked like, and of course, you know, bear attack because he doesn't leave you just hanging. Like, he had broken bones. First off, he's crawling. I guarantee you his shoulder's fucked, dude. Like, it's oh, yeah. broken, dislocated. His arm's probably that way, too. And he's just like, you know what, guys, what am I doing? Let me get up and walk. You know? Yeah. No, yeah, just up. put some I, I put some dirt could, on it. Yeah, I didn't know I could do that. I'll be just get up and do that, you know, or let me have some I, Indian uh, uh, pray my bones back to back to, together. <laughs> put me in. That a, being, I have a question that, though. That being right. said, though, I I feel like that was a really huge part of the character. I know we're making fun of it at this point, and that, and, and that's less legitimate. And I agree with that, but I feel like that was a legitimate part of the character. Sure. I would do whatever it took to end them. Yeah. <laughs> You know, sure. that was sure. a pretty, no, I, pretty graphic scene, actually. Yeah, the way, yeah. The way you're talking about, it. I mean, I almost think that uh, um, what they did uh, strongly in the movie is is showed just this color and just kind of the attitude of, of you know. So makeup was a very very good job in that too. You could Absolutely. almost see the fever in the in, in his character, obviously because you know he's injured and just being carted off from this thing. And then almost when that happened, you could just kind of see the adrenaline just kind of just rush through. And almost cure him of whatever the fuck he was going. Like almost just give yeah. him the spirit back. 
and uh, I thought that was yeah. actually uh, pretty well accented in the makeup. I liked it. I have I a agree. question, real quick. What was and please, guys, explain to me because I guess I was lost. What was Tom Hardy's vendetta against him? What was the big vendetta? Now he's just a douchebag. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. What the hell was it? Like, okay, he... so they escape. They, they, the, the first Indian tech, they escape, and they, then they go, and then. Well, because here's what was it, his they, vendetta? They, there, there was they explain. They ex no, they do. They, it was just they, because he has an Indian they, son. Is that what it was? Yeah, he, they, they, expl they explain it without explaining it. Tom, uh, Tom Hardy, he tells the story to that kid as they're going oh, back to the to Fort whatever the fuck. That's right. Where he, yeah, where he's he, he tells a story about how he was attacked by Native Americans, and he fucking just hates them. He hates their guts, and he uses a very derogative term. And you know, uh, 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 excuse my, uh, you know, don't uh, say it. Yeah, I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to say it. But he does he he does use a very derogative term which denotes that the fact that he hates Native Americans. So, he talks about how he was scalped and then he tells this really really strong in-depth story about how he felt because the guy the kid asks him, "What did you feel?" And I'm going to get it wrong verbatim, but he says, "I didn't feel anything at first, and then all of a sudden I felt the cold of the blood and then I tasted it and then I felt it." So he hates Native Americans. Okay. And, and Leonardo DiCaprio has a Native American son. <coughs> which I feel like they don't go enough in depth into. I feel like they wasted a few other things telling, the st telling another story where they could have gone in depth there. But Tom Hardy hates Native Americans for that reason. And then it's basically like, okay, so, so Leonardo DiCaprio has a Native American son. Therefore, he is an insert derogatory term lover. Okay. And he and he hates him because of that. Yeah, because I found it interesting with Tom Hardy because I guess I didn't pay attention because when he took off his hat, he was creepy raper bald guy. And I was yeah. like, what the? Like, what he, he, lo he looked like the Hound from Game of Thrones. Right. No, he looked. Yeah. He looked like he looked like Bill Murray from Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" But uh -huh. okay, so we got to talk about this bear attack. And, oh my god! It's a. I mean, that's gonna win the Oscar. Like, I mean, that, my that scene god, did it. I mean, that scene violent. did it. Yeah, that scene is probably gonna do it. Like, I, I, I really do think that that scene was. That's it. Cut it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wrap mm -hmm. it up, print it out, mm -hmm. give him the award. We're going home everybody. Oh yeah. Rest of the movie. Don't, yeah. even, don't even worry about the rest of the movie. We got this scene. I, yeah. I don't know. Have, have have one of the interns make the rest of the fucking movie. Leo, mm -hmm. yeah, some shit. Just crawl, Leo. That's all I got to do. And then Leo It was like, no, it fucking, was to walk and yeah. It was one of the two most and you uh, this might be controversial to say. The two, one of the two most brilliant scenes of filmmaking I've seen in my entire life of watching film. I mean, I'm not going to dispute that. I mean, there's a lot of other things you can compare to it, but I will say this though: it didn't look like a CG bear. I can tell you that. It looked and, amazing. It was really well done. And and I felt bad. I actually rewound it and watched it again because DiCaprio's performance. I believe the guy was getting attacked by a bear. Oh like, yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. yeah. It was and, nuts. And the part where the bear goes away, 
Like, he goes away yeah. for a second, and he starts to crawl away in writhing pain. You can feel his pain. And yeah. that's where I think, he, like, like I said earlier, where he's, feel, he's out of his heat. element. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can. You can smell the fucking blood, and you can hear his bones crush, and the flesh rip off his back. And, like, it's, it's perfect. And then he starts to crawl to her towards his rifle because he knows he's not going to survive unless he kills this bear. And that bear starts to crawl up a little bit towards him, come back to him, and he shoots the motherfucker in the face. <laughs> and it doesn't, and it doesn't die. And he's just, like, you can just feel it. And it's like, oh, oh, yeah. it's like, oh my god, this bear attack goes on for like ten minutes, and it's yes. fucking beautiful. It's so beautiful as a filmmaking, and it's like I felt like, oh my god, I, I this. Yeah. I mean, we we know the movie's obviously like we're we're at the first plot point in this movie. Like we understand that that's it's going to go on for a little while longer. But you have no <laughs> idea like what's going to go on. Like you oh, yeah. feel that, and that's beautiful filmmaking to me. Like as as the the three of us that understand film, and we know that obviously there's still more to go. Like you, if they fool you into thinking, is he really going to die right now? Is this really going to happen right now? That's beautiful. That's gorgeous, and I, 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 I can't say enough about the way that was done. Hey, Eric, what do you think about the whole bear attack, man? Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I'm curious to know how they did it. Like, uh, that would be something that I would like to see if it was uh, something like a, like they just had like a like a bowl, like a you know, like a mechanical oh, yeah. a mechanical bowl. Sorry, and they just like put something on it, yeah. and they just kind of Leo was able yeah. to hold on to it while they they moved him around. Like, I wonder if they that's... if they did that or something. Or it'll be pretty cool. It'll been great. Yeah, now, it, guys. Yeah, I mean, because speed it okay. up, you slow it down, you kind of add the effects. I think I think that'd be the only. That's the only way I can think of how they did it. Well, now this is the point of the movie where I told you at the beginning of the show where it got bad for me. This movie got really bad, pretty much after DiCaprio, like I said, came out of his grave. I don't understand. I know, Ed, you explained it. I don't understand why Tom Hardy is going to the extent that he is going to. I mean, I get it because they say it, but the character doesn't portray that to me in the film, that he hates Native Americans so much that he's going to literally murder his son. And uh, well, I just I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel that. I didn't understand it. Um, it wasn't that he so, wanted to kill the son. It was that the son was in the way because he he wanted to not – he wanted to, to leave. Like, what the hell are they there for? This guy is, is dead. Look at the guy. We all thought that. That guy's dead. He got and he dead. wanted his money. Right. He Ed Hardy wanted his money. He even says later on, it's like, 300 bucks is worth this for me. And, like, he that, says – That scene it, was, he, was beautiful, by the way, the blink scene. Oh, yeah, because he's, be, he's begging him. He's begging him. Leonardo DiCaprio is laying there, and he's staring at him. And, like, I, I can't portray that well enough to where this is, this is Leonardo DiCaprio. This particular part is when Leonardo DiCaprio is staring at Tom Hardy, and, say, and Tom Hardy says, blink if you want me to kill you. And, he, stare, and he, he just sort of looks up in the sky. And then he says it again, blink if you want me to kill you. And he stares at Tom Hardy. And then he, I, I, and this goes on for probably, what, a minute and a half, two minutes? <laughs> it was a great scene. Very intense. And he's... He says it for like a third time, and he says, blink if you want me to kill you. And he doesn't do it, and all of a sudden, he closes his eyes like, that's what I meant. That's what I was looking for. And he chokes, and he starts to choke him out. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, you know, he, 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 I, I agree with you, Jordan, in the sense that he doesn't tell you why he wants to kill him. But at the same time, 
I can see, I can read it into into the subtext that like he's my thoughts are. He's not trying to kill he, the kid. He's not trying to kill. No, the kid. he even says when he stabs the kid, he's like, "Oh shit." Yeah. He's like, "Oh shit, what did I do? Fuck, I gotta kid run just, now." Kid just caught him right-handed, and mm-hmm. you know, you gotta take out the trash. That's what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in the woods, dude. Ain't nobody there. Right. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. No, it's it's just it, it was fine, but I guess I just started to feel a little. Nice. What was that? What was that? Anyway. Yeah, I mean, sorry. I, 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 that no. Was. I was like, what was that? Uh, no, it, it's uh, it's it's just seriously. Um, I just wish the movie would have specified more about why he was doing what he was doing. But he didn't and whatever. But uh but uh I will say that I did like the I uh, I did like DiCaprio's acting when he came out of the grave and is crawling on his belly. I actually felt the guy's pain on that part. Like no, my yeah. God. Like that I mean, try to do that for five minutes. You you when, can't do it. <laughs> when you see when you see DiCaprio frothing at the mouth when he's when when Tom Hardy is killing his son. And then yeah. you see him frothing at the mouth when he's writhing in pain, because you know, going, explaining the story a little bit. He, he DiCaprio sees Tom Hardy kills his kill his son, and then they they agreed to previously that if he died when he died they give him a proper burial, and then so they, Tom Hardy's digging a hole, and then you know, and then it goes on to a couple. It's assuming a couple days later, and Tom Hardy's fed up with staying there. And he yeah. lies to the, uh, the the kid, and he says, "Hey, listen, there's there's like 20 Indians down there. We gotta go." So then it's like, "Oh, we promised to give him a proper burial. We can't leave him here. He's gonna get scalped." So he's like, dragged him into the hole that he already dug, and he 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 pulls dirt over him. So Leonardo DiCaprio is just laying there after he sees him kills his kill his son a couple, uh, maybe a day previous. Like you can see the frothing at the mouth. To me, that's that. Now, forget about what I said earlier about Leonardo DiCaprio. We'll get there later. That is his best work. That scene, those, those, that scene where he's frothing at the mouth, and he can't quite speak because he's got a giant hole in his throat, which he later, ballsy move, when he puts the gunpowder on his, the hole in his neck and lights it on fire Ooh. to seal that. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, I... Like you can, you can just you can hear him say, "He killed my son. You've killed my son. You've killed my son." It's the only thing he says, and he's frothing at the mouth as he mumbles it. Oh my god! Well, you know, Ed, you want to talk about frothing at the mouth? Do you guys know that Leonardo DiCaprio is a vegetarian? Yeah. Mm. No, I did not know that actually. (laughs) I didn't. He ate five raw salmon for that scene when he gets out of the river. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my God. That was some, real. Some good eatings. Five yeah. takes. He took it to do it, and he got sick every time. I guess. I'm sure. Well, at least it, at least it was authentic then. I mean. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So okay. There's my question for you guys. Here's here's a big question. How far would you go realistically? I mean, this guy is going above and beyond more than the mother lifting. Well, her yeah. Do you know how they like, inspired that that frothing at the mouth scene? They just put a an Oscar like five feet away from him. Just. <laughs> they, they strapped him down and then just put an Oscar. And they, they already had his name etched in it too. As was best actors. I wonder. <laughs> I, I I agree. He got, he got this part so he can get an Oscar. I he, that's what it is. That's what this was. Well, I think that's that's no. all he's trying to. I mean, I don't know. It, it seems like his choice in movies is, is that he's going to you know do that. And then 
What's great is that maybe if he if he does a movie like this, then we can see him in a more uh, relaxed or looser kind of role or, or character after this. Mm-hmm. You know, someone who's just kind of having fun. You know, hey, yeah. Wall Street. Hey, everybody, don't even worry about it. Fucking yeah, yeah. Okay. He had a lot of fun playing that role. I have a serious question. Sorry to spoil the buzz, but here we go. Here's my serious question. Yeah. Not a doctor at all. But he eats the fish. Yep. He's at the riverbed. He goes up. He sees a bunch of wolves, I believe, take down what like a, like a wildebeest. I don't know what that was. A buffalo. Yeah. And, buffalo. Sorry. And he sees the Native American coming, and the Native American and him are eating raw meat right out of the belly of the buffalo. Some good eatings. <laughs> I, I I'm just asking because maybe I'm just too modern. Wouldn't that kill you? I mean, it's it's fresh, fresh fucking meat. Yeah, I don't know. No, if it would kill, like, I don't know if it would kill you, but yeah, I mean, because it's, I'm, it's just, just, I'm just it's, wondering. It, it's if it's that fresh. I mean, the meat the meat's not going bad. Like, the meat's not going bad, but 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 it's frozen. But if it takes it's out frozen. But, but no, but like you don't want it frozen. Though, you want it you want it hot. You want it fresh out. Mm-hmm. You want it. You want mm-hmm. him, mm, he's got to be dead like, like just now. Just happened. Heck, get him. You know. Yeah, yeah because my question is because my question is that we cook our meat because of bacteria. So there could be bacteria in this buffalo. We don't know, of course. Whatever, it's a movie. I'm just going nuts with yeah. it. But it's like it's like wait a minute. So he he grabs what like a spleen and it's 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 okay. It's fine. You can eat it. Like I don't know that was something that could happen. <laughs> so, you well, know? For, forget about the fi- the second that there's a, like forget about it for a second that there's the fire going on around him where they could cook this meat. If you're yeah. starving, you're st- you, like he—he's starving, and you had just said he—he's—he finally gets away, and he's like he's kind of sort of teaching himself back to walk again, like uh, like Uma Thurman in Kill Bill, where she's like move your left toe, and she te- like she teaches himself to walk. He teaches himself to walk again out of necessity. We don't know we don't know the timeline. We don't know how long this has taken him, but you know he he gets to the point where he falls down the river and all this stuff and he and he gets to this point where he's he's chilling there catching these catching these fish eats them raw and then see these sees these wolves kill his buffalo and then all of a sudden there's this native american killing his buffalo you take what you can get i know you can it's just it was just like i'm not saying it's not realistic because it is i get it it's just like Disease, I don't know, was the first thing that I mean, popped into my mind. I don't know, it was back then, man. You know, everything was organic yeah. and shit back then. We because, know disease, they don't yet. Well, maybe, because, I don't know, who, maybe they do. Maybe he'll just get dysentery, you know, it doesn't, I don't know, man. Maybe, you know, his, he got an iron stomach. Maybe. Well, he got well, an iron he, stomach back then. Like, lest, we, lest we forget the three of us and our listeners have all played Oregon Trail. He has not yet. We know how this works. <laughs> Oregon Trail. That's pretty, Jesus pretty, pretty much what they're at. I mean, it's hey, a, you I, Trail, my, you can my, survive. It's a rough. My wife, there. my wife, and twelve kids have all died of of dysentery on Oregon Trail more than once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So Tom Hardy and Leader DiCaprio, these guys are all fur traders, and they work for this company, right? That's yes. what they do. Hmm. Uh, well, well, how it worked is that uh, uh, a uh, General Ashley, played by um, what the hell is that guy's name? Dom Dom Hall Gleason. Okay. Uh, who's 
very, very hot right now. He's in a lot of stuff, including the new Star oh, Wars. Oh, okay. Played General Hux in Star Wars. Yep, yep. I would say he was Hux in Star Wars. Oh, that's who he was. He looks familiar. Mm-hmm. But uh, he has an outfit um, given by Grant just to, you know, go get a whole bunch of furs and pelts and shit like that. And then bring him back, and that's just how the contract worked. And then they would pay per man. They pay per the job, not, you know, for any other work like that. So okay. that's just that's just what it was. Three hundred bucks or something okay. per person. Let's get the stuff and then let's let's go back. And so I guess that's just just rough living back then. When you go out there on the job, you might get attacked by Indians. It's yeah, it's a rough river. You know, it's uh, the earth is uh, pretty hard. It's winter. It's here. Yeah, killing no, us. No, no, no. What year was this? This was eighteen sixty something, or this eighteen eighty something. Uh, they don't tell you in the, they don't tell you in the movie. 1820s is what is what it kind of yeah the movie doesn't say that but the original story uh, Hugh Glass it was around the 1820s and uh, a, a lot of stuff had already happened to him beforehand apparently he's like this this you know mountain man legend where he was he was shot before this happened I guess so he already survived a bullet wound from this too. Well, he's a badass, right? And then this all yeah, happened, he, and he's just, a, such a tough son of a bitch. Like like they tell you a, a little bit. And you know you believe it. It is what it is. And then he fucking stabs a bear to death. He fights a bear and stabs that motherfucker to death. <laughs> He's a tough son of a bitch. So apparently, uh, the book describes it that he did kill the bear, but with the help of Fitzgerald and uh, Bridger. Okay. So, so it wasn't just him. It wasn't just him. It was it was all three of them that you know took gotcha. down the the bear. At least that's as from what from my readings. Here, I guess. Gotcha. And just to uh, so, jump ahead and sp- yeah. should I save the spoiler? No, I, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll wait. Keep going. Because the ending, because the ending does differ very much. Okay. Well. Okay. So another question okay. for you guys um, is, I'm I'm lost. Okay. So he uh, so he eats the buffalo meat with the with the Native American. The Native American helps him out. Blah sure. blah blah. Sure. Maybe I walked away. I don't think I did. But the next thing I remember is he's a. Uh, He's he's storming a camp with a guy who was raping a Native American woman. Who are these guys? Are these guys part of his group? Because these guys, those are the French, sir. Those are the, yeah. Oh, the, the French. The French. The you. French that the Native Americans who like that that the ro- woman who's being raped is the daughter of the people that were buying the pelts off of the French and the Native Americans. In that scene, okay. were the ones who stole the pelts in the beginning, who shot up the camp. Okay, all right, because I, I was lost. I mean, I, I went outside to smoke a cigarette, but I was watching the flick through the door, and the next thing I remember is that I'm like, "Who are these guys?" That's right, we got the French here too. I forgot about the French. Well, that's that's the overarching story: is that the Indians that are stalking them are looking for the chief's daughter, presumably. Mm-hmm. And they just think that they haven't. So that's their. That's why they're attacking is because their their daughter is missing, and, and that's uh, the woman that's being raped. Yeah, and that would be uh, the Indian daughter who was who was being raped. And then, then you saw uh, Glass or Leonardo DiCaprio uh, save her, and you know, take out the camp yeah. or run away from the camp. She runs her way. Obviously, meets up with her Indians. And then, then we get to that ending, which is. Uh, that ending, the fucking ending. Go, uh, uh, continue on with with what we're doing. No, yeah, sure, sure. So, okay, so then, <coughs> so then, um, Tom Hardy's back at the camp, 
and everybody I'm sorry guys, it's all this like a week ago, but everybody's at the camp <laughs> and then uh and then uh he comes back because they go search for him at night and they find him. Well right? pa- pause Which, pa- pause for two seconds. Tom Hardy and the the kid that he travels with go back to Fort whatever the fuck. Played by Will and Poulter, they, by the way. Will Poulter is the kid's name. Yeah, and he and they and they tell him, they say, listen, because this the the camp is uh, the camp is occupied by the people who originally left Leonardo DiCaprio and said with Tom Hardy and that other kid and then his his son Leonardo DiCaprio's son and says, hey, you stay here. We'll give you a hundred bucks a pop if you all stay here until we come back or till we are able until he's able to walk and hang out with us. So everybody except those four people have gone to this camp. So we get to this camp, and Tom Hardy and the kid are like, okay, uh, not, obviously not uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's son. It's the other kid. They're, they interrogate him and say, what happened? And they tell the story about how, you know, they don't necessarily say that he died of natu- natural causes. They don't say that they kill him. They just basically say, you know, we were sort of running away. Maybe he died. Maybe he didn't. We don't know, but we buried him. So there's that lie that's told about, you know, maybe three quarters of the way through the movie. And then Leonardo DiCaprio comes back into the uh, the fold. He he comes back into this camp. He knows that that's where Tom Hardy's going. His entire motivation is driven by revenge to kill the guy who killed his son. God, and he sure. knows that's where he's going, so that's what he's doing. And he gets there, and all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. You got General Hux from Star Wars, which I can't remember the his name in this movie. He's also one of the Tom Weasley Hulk twins. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, so, so just adding random syllables together, you get a name <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> Domno uh, Gleason. Or yeah. Uh, okay. You, you get. General Gleason, and you get uh, – it's also one of the Weasley twins and then General Hux from Star Wars. Oh, Lucas Haas you know, is in this movie. Who is he playing? Jones? Uh, I guess he's just, you know, just some guy. dude number one. Yeah. Gotcha. He's well, dude Eric, number one. Eric, you want to talk about the ending? I definitely want to talk about the ending. Ed, I don't know if you have a lot to say about it. I will I say do. this. So, I, don't, I don't like the ending. But uh, but I, I will say this, Eric, and it's all you. I love the fight, but I do agree with you. That ending is just weak. To bring mm-hmm. it up to speed, uh, what happened to this point. So uh, we really don't know how long the length of time is in the movie. They really doesn't uh, kind of give us any stamp or date or anything like that. That's fine. Um, but uh, General Ashley takes a, a party, and they go out, and they find... Uh, Hugh Glass, yeah, and uh, they find him and they bring him back, and that's when they are just like, oh, Fitzpatrick Dunn backstabbed us, we gotta, you know, go back, we'll rest you up, and then, you know, he's like, no, no, we don't need to rest up, I'm good to go right now, and we're gonna go kill him. In, I I guess, in reference uh, to whatever book this is, uh, that it's based off of, he actually, it took about, I think, six weeks, as I'm seeing it, six or eight weeks, to crawl back. It was about 300 miles, I think. Oh, my, oh my God. God. And he went up and down all that stuff, and he, he most of it he did on the river. He was able to just swim down the river and do it. Apparently. Okay. But, uh, yeah, they found him. Now, in 
What had happened in the movie is that uh, Bridger, the boy who was in guilty by association, was thrown into the stocks and just left there forever. You got a life sentence, dude. I'm General Ashley. You're you're done. I call it. I'm out. We're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna find Fitzpatrick. We're gonna go find Tom Hardy. And so Tom Hardy and Leo go out to stalk, dude. Uh, you know, in in the fields they go one way. They're trying to track him down. They get the the tracks going and they're getting real close to closing in. Out of a trick play out of nowhere, Fitzgerald makes a move and was able to pick off General Ashley, and then, then we have this one-on-one battle, which is uh, just real, real hard, real gritty. And yeah. real hand-to-hand. A lot of, you could hear the desperation, just kind of just a flail, almost. Uh, you know, just to kind of instinctive moves, just to kind of, you know, move around and just hope you hit something. So that seemed actually really, really almost like they were fighting over an Oscar, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, Eric. That knife, well, that fight, and they had a knife at the end or whatever, remind me of DiCaprio in one of my favorite movies, Gays in New York. Yeah. Now that's some brutal shit too. So I was, I was, I, another I was one he should have won an Oscar for. Man, oh yeah. One. I mean, it it was it was really um, it was like what I would assume a real knife fight would be like. Not pretty, not gorgeous to look at. Just two dudes that are. One's going to die or both going to die. Or... They're, just, they're both in it. They're both all in. You know, they're just. Yeah. And that's. All uh, in it yeah. to fucking kill, man. Now, it was, it agree, was great. Agreed. Agreed. The, in, in the real story, um, Hugh Glass gets back. Ashley sees him and just like, holy shit, I can't believe you just did that. And he rests up. And by the time he got back, both those dudes and the rest of the party, was they were gone. Like, they're not sticking around, you know? So they were gone. Oh. He had to, after healing up or whatever, go south and find them. He found Bridger and was just like, hey, man, remember me? And he freaked out and uh, uh, Hugh Glass then forgave him because of his age. The kid's only supposed to be like 19 years old, apparently. So he, oh, wow. forgave, he, he forgave him because of age and was just like, hey, you know, just don't do that again. <laughs> I got it. And then when he went to find Fitzpatrick, he finally found him. But he could not kill him because Fitzpatrick had joined the army, and to kill a serviceman is is treason or, or whatever the hell it is, and you got to be put to death. So he couldn't kill him, but he did get his gun wow. back. He did get his gun they, back. Wow. Well, in that respect, they do kind of sort of pay tribute to that in this movie. They He had said, like, what's his name? Uh, General Hux puts a gun to somebody's head. I can't remember who it is. And he says, what did he do? Where did he go? And he said he went south to join. He went south to Texas to join the army. Yeah, he, he does say that. Now in this movie, they catch him before that, and uh, he General Hugs sort of catches him and, and shoots, and he gets shot. And, and, and Leonardo DiCaprio runs to the sound. They they, they fork off, and they and then he runs to the sound, and then uh, you know he he plays a really good deception part. I like the I like it where. You know, uh, Tom Hardy shoots what he thinks is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from afar. Then he runs up on him and sees that it's uh, the you know uh, the the Weasley twin, and he's like, "Oh shit, what's going to happen?" And then all of a sudden, you see Leonardo DiCaprio jump out and shoot him, and I, I and he shoots, and then they start to run away from each other, and that plays uh, a role when Leonardo DiCaprio says when they're talking in the in the camp, and he says. He's a scared elk. I've, I've tracked elk before. He's like a scared elk. He's going to run in, into the forest. 
Yeah. You know, I, I've never I've never tracked a man, but I, I know how to track scared elk. And it's the same concept. He's scared. He's going to run into the forest. We're good. We got him. But then he huh. uh, pulls that 180 and uh, either backtracked or something and hit behind a rock and then... You know, uh, and my apologies too. I've been calling him General Ashley because I guess that's the real character's, a real you know, life person's name. But I guess okay. in the movie, it's actually Captain Henry. Uh, but either way, it is the dude that played General Hux. Everybody, so oh, okay. Yeah. Just, so, just so we avoid the corrections later, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Well, Eric, you we're, said we're... in the beginning of this show, all the way through, you've had problems with the ending. I'm interested to hear which you have your problems. I mean, what's the problems? Okay. After all that, like it just seems. Like, they just they didn't know how to do it. Like, they just kind of wrapped up. Like, they're just like, okay, listen, uh, I don't know, just cut it right there. Like, you know, just, that's it. You know, let's let's go, whatever. But, uh, and then, uh, during all this, too, the entire movie, there's another uh, underlying factor of the hallucinations that he's been having, or the dreams that he's been having of his deceased wife. And how at the yeah. end, you know, there's his, his son with these two. And, we, like, how are we supposed to interpret that? And then, come been seeing that the entire time, and then he finally got his his place, his vengeance or whatever. And then, in, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of cheesy the way that he was just kind of down here, and then he just slowly turned his head and just looked right into the lens and fade to black. It just seemed very, uh, I don't know, very boring, very just like that was it. But uh, common enough, people would would say, "All right, Eric." Well, uh, you see, you seem to sound like you know what the hell you're talking about. What would that would you do, Mister Professional, Mister Hollywood Director? Like, <laughs> it's a uh, it's rough to say in that part uh, how you would change it. Um, you well, could what's have, the you could have him die. You could have him live uh, if you wanted to decide that too. But if you could, if you had him live, you could have him do uh, what I thought would be a good ending was end it the way that the movie opened. At least do that. So after all that shit. Or whatever, you know, he's he's all that, and then you know you can do some sort of fade, but or cut in to future where he is again stalking an animal and just kind of doing the the creep, the creep takes aim, shoots the gun, and then as soon as it bangs, then you can end it right there, directed by just kind of the guy who did Birdman. Yeah, directed <laughs> by the guy that did Birdman. But I thought that'd be a good way to end it if if that was to give an example because a lot of people would say, all right, you know, prove it, yeah, put your, put it where your mouth is. Well, that's, okay, that's, that's what I would do. A, a different ending. I think that that that's a good clean way because that first scene in the movie of him when you're introduced to him, it sets a serious tone in the movie. Like it, it yeah, it does. And that part, the pan up from the creek in the very opening scene of the movie where you see the water kind of slowly flowing, you just hear everything. No, no music. It's all. Sound effects. Every that's another part of this movie. It's all sound effects. Like there's rarely any any uh, feeler music or, or ambient music in the background to kind of. There is there are some parts during you know kind of uh, filler suspense moments, uh, stalking moments or something like that. But for the most part, you're you're hunting. You're with them. You're part of the party, yeah. and it's great. Ending it like that is a good thing because that means that you know, in my opinion, you got to see this band story, this badass story of this guy just roughing it, and then even after all that, he did all that, you know what, just another day to work. Here I am back, and I'm doing I'm doing what I do, because I'm a badass mountain man. 
<laughs> and I'm, I'm just going to go here hunting, and it's just another day for me. Yeah, who knows? Maybe tomorrow it'll be two bears, you know? it's Who knows? Two bears, two bears. Okay. <laughs> My last question before we get into our overall review is, I guess, again, I'm lost. But what was with the Native Americans at the end? Did they have a vendetta against Tom Hardy? That's that's an interesting thing, too. Um, I, I, I don't know. I... I it, it's very ambiguous, and that, that's, the, that's the biggest problem I have with the ending of this film. Of this film. The entirety of the last, and uh, after the fight, the fight, is, it is what it is. After, as soon as the fight ends, it's completely ambiguous, and that's my biggest fucking gripe with this movie. Yeah, it, just, it didn't make any sense to me, because I don't think Tom Hardy ever met this group of Native Americans. Well, so what would be their vendetta? The yeah, it was almost like... When he said, oh, I'll let fate decide. And it's just like, you dummy. You, you threw him intentionally <laughs> towards the Indians. It's like you decided his fate for him. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm better. I'm not going to kill you. I'll let the Indians oh, yeah. kill you. But it's like, you're, you're, I, I you're killing him, dude. That. Like, what the hell? You had, a, you had a connection with those Indians. You had a pass with those Indians. You could have easily just been like, you know, like, oh, hey, hey, what up, guys? Yeah, I got this guy in my death grip right now. Uh, I got it, though. Don't worry. You guys can just keep on, you know, leave, leave us Doing be. what you do. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then just walk past and be like, all right, you need any help? No? You good? How? Mm. You know, and just. How? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of The Simpsons. I have almost every season, and I watched an episode last night of Homer going, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. So when he said that, it just brought me back to it. All right. Okay, look. So, fans, we're going to do our overall rating uh, for our review of The Revenant, and then right afterwards, stay tuned because we're going to do our opinions of the best and worst movies of the year, which I can't wait to talk about. But, uh, but Ed, do you want to start off first, buddy? What is your overall uh, review of The Revenant? Yeah, I'll start. Um, I went into this movie thinking that as soon – like I thought the previews were going to tell the whole story, and then it was it. That was it. And then I was kind of sort of right, but I was kind of sort of wrong. And I'm, I'm happy for that. Uh, I thought – one of the, the I thought the sequence with the bear the, the sequence of the bear was beautiful filmmaking, and then I thought Leonardo DiCaprio, as we were talking about, I think he was fighting for an Oscar. He acted for the Oscar. What lost it for me with him was when they were in the fort, and he starts talking. When he starts talking, he loses that tough guy edge for me. Okay. He's he's a tough guy until he fucking talks. He sounds too he sounds too soft. He sounds too weak for me. And I lost it then. Uh, with that being said, uh, the goal of what we're trying to do with this podcast is we get drunk and we watch a movie. We get high and we watch a movie. We then do the same thing and then talk about the movie. So are, you know, that, that's why we like to have a little bit of fun with it. I found myself not moving away from my, from my tablet while this movie was going on. I was enthralled. Okay. I loved the cinematography, except for the few parts where the fourth wall was broken. Was broken with the bear, 
with the you know the couple other instances that, about which we spoke. Overall, you know, I, I'm going to say this movie is a stream it. I know you're you're probably not going to like it, uh, but you know, I, I don't think this movie is worth owning. I you know we watched it because we are what we are and we are who we are. We got you know we 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 watched it ahead of time and we we want to get ahead of this the, the scheme here. But overall, I think the cinematography was beautiful, minus things we talked about. I'm not a fan of this director. I I I, I just can't I just can't say that I liked his ability to tell the story and the fucking okay. end. You know, everything about this movie, it can be summed up in the ending. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's well done. The end, that you can feel the adrenaline. You can taste the blood in your mouth that they're fighting for. And then it lets me down. Like when, you know, they're, they're fighting. And then all of a sudden, he just gives these guys to the fucking Native Americans. And then he just stares into the camera. Like, it's that, okay. that end sums up this movie in its entirety. Um, you know, I... I I wish that there was something that I can compare to. <laughs> the only thing that kept the only thing that yeah, that's the, the only thing that kept coming to my mind was a better version of Castaway. Except I like Castaway better because Castaway at least had something to which you could you, you could you know you could relate. Okay. Stream stream it. I'm gonna say stream it. Stream it. Okay. Eric, do you want me to go or do you want to go, buddy? Oh, you can go ahead. Uh, I, well, I mean, I'm okay. going to keep mine I think, short. So. Okay. I'll make mine short, too. My overall review actually is with Ed as well. It's a stream it. If it wasn't for Movie Guys podcast, I would have never seen this flick. Why? The trailers didn't really seem interested in me. Because all throughout the production of this movie, all I heard was, this is Leonardo DiCaprio's chance to win an Oscar. He's going to win it on this. And it's a very Oscar bait film for me. It's a very safe role for Leo, in my opinion. It's a very safe role for uh, um, for uh, 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 Tom Hardy as well. Uh, not to say that they're not bad in the movie. They're very good in the movie. Those two are the reasons why I was cited to see the movie. But it's 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 nothing special besides beautiful shots. And I like to see more what this director has to offer. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a stream. It, I don't think it's something that you need to own. That's it's my opinion on that. So yeah, stream it for me. Uh, Eric, what's your review, buddy? Uh, I'll keep this one short and sweet because I already had wrote a review about this one. But um, basically, I would say go go see this for the simple fact. Story aside, because we seem to we have a lot of gripes about that about some physics and, and logic and stuff like and story, but. Basically, in this movie, and I think I understand it just because this is what the director is going for, is that it's it's the ride that he's taking you on. And it was as it was explained to me uh, that the end of him looking at the camera is just kind of like, "Hey, did you kind of see that shit that I just did?" Like, <laughs> just kind of him saying that. But the entire part of it is just a good, it's just a fantastic ride. The experience. That it's trying to give you, I think, is fantastic. Now, if you want to go see it in the theater, that that's great. I was able to go see it in kind of a home theater, so it was a big 60-inch surround sound, and I really put myself in there. So anything that you need to do to kind of give yourself a better experience, I think is going to be worthwhile in viewing this. It really is. You're not watching it for the story. 
uh, you're, you're watching it, not even for the acting. It's very well done and it helps, but it's only helping the main story, the adventure, the, the, the ride, the movie that it's giving you. It's giving you the movie. You know, it's like, it's the whole piece right there. So I liked it. My gripes are minor with it. I feel that some of them could have been changed. I understand that that's, that's fine, but again, it's it's not like, uh, you know, it's going to ruin this for me. I think it's very well done. Would I see this movie again? Probably not. But again, I got the full experience to it. I might see it again. If it's on, if they start replaying on HBO, I might just leave it on. But, you know, I think that, you know, go on the ride, everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I'd say I think that's a great review. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It, oh yeah, it's it's, it's it's great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And with you. well, you know, Thanks. maybe. Oh, go ahead. I I I want to add this. Had I seen this movie in a theater, I think I would have liked it more. I just want to add that because I'm, you know, we are who we are. We're a movie guys podcast. Thank you guys all for downloading and listening. But uh, you know, we get to watch the movies in a different way. And had I had I been able to watch this movie, I think. In a theater, the experience of that would have made it a little better. I just, I just, I just want to say that because I was watching it on Eric, like you had said. I, you know, I, I watch. I don't surround. I don't have a surround sound, but I've got a 67-inch TV, and I watched on that. And I, I turned all the lights off. I wanted to be enthralled with it. I focused. I focused on it, and you know, I, I came up with the same thought process that you did. And you know, I think maybe had I been more in the movie, had I been more like the, it had been a, a theater aspect, I think I would have liked it a little more. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to say that because it's definitely a good movie to see in the theater. But okay, so fans, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we really do appreciate it. But we do have a little bit of a bonus for you. Not going to take too long, we promise, but uh, Eric and myself and Ed are going to talk about what our opinions are the best and worst films of the year that we think so far is. And I think this will be an interesting discussion because we may not all agree. I will say this, though, not movie-related. Uh, I have an iPhone, and I'm, I'm doing this off the phone. Uh, throughout this show, <laughs> this is interesting. I'm not getting into politics. I've been getting CNN updates and North Korea uh, just tested an H-bomb. Oh. Yeah, I saw that. I saw I saw the same thing, too. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. What a way it to makes go me, out. It, Review it makes me, H-bomb. Today in history. It makes, it makes me want to watch the interview again, and they fucking kill Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not into politics, but that's just something that's interesting. So anyway. So, uh, I, I, again, I don't want to have a long discussion about this, but uh, I will say the worst movie for me this year, to be brutally honest with you guys, is not Hateful Eight. I think it's uh, Mockingjay Part 2, Hunger Games. Oh, my God. Shut your whore mouth. You say that? That's, say that again? Hung, uh, Mockingjay Part 2, Hunger Games. Is the, I is, think it's the is, worst film. The oh, worst. the worst. Oh, worst. Okay. Woo! Worst. Uh, Absolutely. Oh hard. my god. It's not my favorite. Hateful Eight's better than that movie. Oh my god, you're an idiot. It's saying a lot right there. <laughs> Can I explain why, though? Do you guys. I mean, please, like, Ed, please, 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 please. So, I'm one of those douchebags that went to film school and, uh, <laughs> and uh, knew of a little movie called Battle Royale. Great movie. 
And uh, when I heard The Hunger Games was coming out, I never knew the books. I just knew of the movie that came out. I was like, oh, this is like Battle Royale. And have the actual author say, oh, I never seen the Battle Royale movie or read the book. Bullshit. Because it's, it's, it's exactly the same exact thing. I fell asleep so, during it, actually. Yeah, I, I, I boycotted the first movie. I saw the second movie, though, Catching Fire, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a great film. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Mockingjay Part 1, I was bored because I knew they were getting into a bigger story with Part 2. So I got excited. I became a mild Hunger Games fan. Mild. And then when I saw uh, Part 2, I was completely bored and very upset. That didn't make any sense. And it is the most hyped, one of the most hyped, and worst movies of the year. So it's the worst film of the year, in my opinion. Terrible. Terrible movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I thought you liked movies. I do. <laughs> okay, can, can I give you my worst film of the, of the year? Yeah. Please. Southpaw. Fucking. Southpaw? Hey, so with uh, Jake hey, Gyllenhaal? Yeah, fu- Jake Gyllenhaal was terrible in that movie. I thought he, he overacted. It was poorly directed. It was poorly written. Like it was, it was uh, the worst attempt at like a fucking boxing movie I'd ever seen. And like Jake Gyllenhaal, and I, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Rachel McAdams. They were both awful in that movie. Oh, that's bummer. Okay, I've never seen it. So, Eric, don't, what's your don't, worst? Do you have one yet? Oh yeah, it's Jurassic World for sure. Jesus. Oh what? my god. What? Oh my oh, god. Jesus. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that movie. Don't even act like that movie. Oh my god. It, it, oh, it, the exact, really? They did the exact same thing. They're just like, oh, there's no way this will happen twice. That's, and they, that's why uh, it was fucking beautiful, because it, it made fun of itself, dude. It, that's why I loved it, because it made fun of itself. The one guy even wore a Jurassic Park t-shirt. <laughs> oh, God. Well, if I was to know that it was supposed to be just like a goof of fucking... I wouldn't have. I would have changed gears, maybe, but I never got that impression. I thought it was trying to go for what the hell the first Jurassic Park was going. The first Jurassic Park scared the shit out of me, man. Like, I was I, I was a kid. Like, like I don't know. I had yeah, been, we, I had we were like 12. Movies, that, yeah, exactly. We, that's why you were scared, because we, we were 12, and now we're and now we're fucking professional film critics, and we, we were watching the same but movie. But still, <laughs> even the first one was, I mean, it was still good, even if you watch it at any age. It still holds. Like, it's, it's great. It's a great movie. But this one just seemed—I don't know—I didn't like it. If you just wanted to just have dinosaur mayhem, you got it, and that's fine. It was a good movie in that part. But one of those where you're just like, okay, why the fuck? Why? And you're just like, we shouldn't do this, but we're gonna do it anyway. Like, we shouldn't go here. We're gonna go here anyway. I don't know how to I... fucking start a car, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's Aaron. a very good point. That's a very good point. I, I, I agree with that. I, and, 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 but that's, that's also why I loved it because it was like campy. It was campy, and that's why. I no, loved if it. you got that part and enjoyed it, then you enjoyed it. I had a different mindset, <laughs> and that's and that's what happened. That's why I didn't like it. I thought it was gonna uh, go. I thought they were selling it a different way. Eric, I understand where you're coming from. I do, but the reason why I like it is just because it leaves that terrible taste out of my mouth with Jurassic Park three. Oh, it, shut it, your whore mouth! It, I fucking come, love three. I love and, three. And two is just as bad. So, oh my dinosaur God, in the Jordan. city. I mean, that's it's. I mean, at least that was fun. Um, okay, 
Before we talk about our, our in our opinion, the best film of the year, Ed, what is your opinion of your favorite movie? Now, favorite and best are different because favorite is your personal opinion of what you think is your favorite movie of the year, different from what you honestly think should win the Oscar. What is your oh, favorite, the favorite film? Do you have any idea? Um, I have a very close tie. I have a very close tie. Okay. Um, in my favorite, now forget about best film done. Yeah. Um, my favorite's a very close tie. I can't pick between the two. First of all, Kingsman. I loved watching that movie. It, it was what it was. It, it was campy. It was cute. And, and, and like, what's it? What, what's his name? Fucking uh, uh, Eggsy. Eggsy. I, what, I can't Colin remember his Firth? name. Yeah. I, like, no, Colin Firth was like a, his, his name was Harry. He 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 was like so funny in that movie, and it was so well done. And he whooped ass in that fucking movie, and I I, I can't say enough to to that movie, and like it, it was you know that one, and then this is this is me having a little bit of a nerdgasm. The Avengers, I, I all the Avengers the, the too, Avengers, Age of Ultron. I first of all, Joss Whedon is one of my favorite filmmakers of all time. He's uh. like fire the Firefly and Serenity is what got me into him. And then I started watching uh, Buffy, and then I started watching uh, uh, was the the other one, uh, the fuck other vampire show. Uh, but you know, I I, I thoroughly enjoy Angel. every the Angel. Oh, Angel is so much better than Buffy. But like I, the, Joss Whedon is a beautiful filmmaker. He's got great ideas. He's he's kind of nuts. He he's he's a little weird, but you know, like I, I just love his filmmaking. Okay. And my right, well, and my thought process. Oh, are we getting? Oh, so we're not getting into the. Okay, so you go ahead. Not the best. Favorites. Okay, my. Okay, I, I can't agree with you on that. In my opinion, my favorite film of the year has been Mad Max Fury Road. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a, my favorite of the year. Good. That's speed, just speed great. of movies that that take you on rides, right? I mean, just, yeah. Just fuck and the I story. The, yeah. Everyone ignore it. Just just buckle up. Yeah. Watch and I had the privilege of seeing it in right 3D. Oh, it was great. It was great. My little story behind it is that I went to my local theater at an 11 o'clock showing in 3D. Nobody was in the theater. I sprawled out, almost whacked it, enjoyed the hell out of it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it was, I had such a fucking blast. Eric, what's your favorite film of the year? Uh, It's a tough one actually um what the hell was i gonna say oh you know what i this year i had a lot of really good documentaries that i had watched and other movies too okay uh i really liked stanford prison experiment i really liked amy amy was probably one of my favorites actually oh okay yeah i know what you're talking about uh, the documentary about amy winehouse um yeah it was uh the guy who, who did the documentary uh, has has won awards. A um, winning documentary maker. Uh, he did. Uh, uh, who's the the Formula One driver? Cena. Uh, Ar- no. Ar- Arton Cena. Schumacher. Uh, no, not Schumacher. No, no, no. Uh, uh, the Brazilian Formula One. It was. It's a documentary and it's very highly rated. I've never heard of it before, but apparently he won an award for it. Okay. But, uh, anyway, the movie was very well done. I was vaguely familiar with Amy Winehouse before watching the movie, and it puts in a very good light 
it's just very well done. I, I enjoyed the movie a, a lot, actually. And okay. I, like, I like documentaries, but it's not. I don't think it's nominated for anything so far. No, Golden Globes are kind of all over the place. I did enjoy Spotlight a lot, though. Okay. I did Spotlight. enjoy Legend. I did enjoy Max Mad Max. Um, Trainwreck was really funny too. I thought it was a pretty good year for Amy Schumer. Or yeah, she had the best I, year of her life. Well, Trainwreck was good until the end because it became a traditional rom com at the end. But yeah. I haven't seen yeah. I haven't seen Steve Jobs yet though I haven't seen Trumbo yet. Steve Jobs is great. Uh, I haven't seen Infinity Polar Bear yet, which I, I hear is fantastic with Mark Ruffalo. I haven't seen that one. All right, well, so we don't take forever here on that on this. My opinion is of the best film of the year. It's a toss up. I had to watch the movies twice. It was either going to be Concussion or The Big Short, but. Uh, I have to say, because I am a football fan, so I won't be able to give it to it, I am going to give Big Short as the best film of the year. I think that's an amazing flick, and everybody needs to see that movie. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I I can't disagree with you. It's really good. Is is, is that your pick too, uh, Eric, as Big Short, or do you have something else as the best film? No, no, I really did enjoy it, but I think the uh, the other ones that uh, that I mentioned before... Just maybe, uh, I remember actually just thinking like days and weeks after about it. But, you know, I only had just recently yeah. seen Big Short, so. Okay, all right. Ed, what about you? Do you have uh, the best film of the year? I do, um, and it's very commercial. You guys are going to probably shit all over me for this, but uh, Star Wars. Okay. okay. All right, all right. Well, hey, I can't what? you for that. What? And, 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 and here's the here's the reason. It's, it's things that we had talked about in the last episode. The, the the filmmaking in this movie was like so beautiful. A great okay. Forget about forget about the fact that like we all love Star Wars. Everybody who loves movies loves Star Wars. It is what it is. But like, there's no computer animation except where needed. There's no there, everything is only where it's needed in that movie, and. Yes, okay, it's the continuation of the beautiful story that we all love. The reason I got into movies, the thing that made me feel the way I feel about film, was Star Wars. And I, I just have to say, like, J.J. Abrams is the most intelligent filmmaker okay, I've okay. ever encountered. Okay, that's... Oh, let's, oh my. Okay, let's, let's hear slow, this. Slow that jerk down real quick. <laughs> Not disagreeing, but we, you know we don't need to, to polish that boy's knob any more than it, than it already is. <laughs> I like that. That was good. Eric. We're, we're gonna really fight. Good. We're gonna fight, and I love it. <laughs> right. Hey, fans! Guess what? Thank you so much for uh, for downloading this episode on iTunes, on our Twitter, or, how, or however you get it. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, we just revamped the site. We hope you guys like that, too. And we do have some special guest uh, celebrity uh, interviews coming up very quickly here in some reviews. We won't name them yet until we get close to it. So, uh, But we'll be doing that. But uh, our next episode will be the uh, Return of the Living Dead. Okay, hold on. Oh, By the really? way, while you're, looking, while you're looking this up, Jordan... I live in the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh metro area. 
And yeah, no, you don't live that far from Monroeville. Right. And as a night slash return of the Living Dead fan, I'm a fan of both series, obviously both very contrasting. When I was a fucking kid and I saw the based on a true story thing with the return of the Living Dead, scared the piss out of me. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about these movies. We have five movies. We're going to talk about all of them in one review. So make sure to, if you love Return of the Living Dead, to check them out. The first two are definitely my favorite. And then after Return of the Living Dead, we'll be doing the Friday the 13th retrospective series episode, which, yeah. Eric, you don't know this about me yet, uh, but I have Friday the 13th everywhere in my life. It's my number two favorite film franchise of all time. There you go. <laughs> so, but anyway... Check us out on iTunes, on Facebook, on Twitter, and also MovieGuysPocketCast.com. Check out our, our written reviews and everything else. And uh, behalf of everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode, guys. We appreciate it. But uh, this is Jordan, and uh, for Eric and Ed, uh, have a good night, guys. <laughs>